You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. for small groups, 10 a.m. for worship, or anytime at asburybosier.org. Can you think of a time when someone said something to you that made a significant impact or change in your life? It could be a word of advice, a word of encouragement, or a challenge, something holding you accountable. Can you think of a time when someone said something that made a resounding impact in your life? Uh, over a decade ago, I was having coffee uh, with a friend, and he was sharing about his relationship problems at the time with a girl he was dating. He's kind of going on and on about these different things. And finally, I just stopped him. I said, have you thought about, like, just stop being a jerk? And... I used a different word than jerk, and it's a word I cannot use here. It's a little more pointed. Um, and that kind of ended the, that conversation, and <laughs> we talked about something else. Uh, but a few years later, Ashley and I were moving out of, we're about to move, up, move overseas, and so the church that I was working at was throwing us a going away party. And my friend, uh, that same friend I had coffee with, pulled me aside and he said, you know, the most important thing you've ever done for me is when you asked me, have I ever thought about stopping a jerk? And I had known that guy for that point for five years. And he had heard me preach dozens of sermons. He had been in hundreds of small groups with me. And we had coffee a hundred times. And he said, the most important thing you've ever done for me was cuss at me. <laughs> he cussed me out. Oh, okay. But here's what happened for him in that moment. He realized that he was contributing to some of the problems in his relationship. And he cleaned it up, maybe just a little bit but enough to where he could convince the girl to marry him. And he got married, they're still married today and they have kids, they live down in Benton. Um, but it was a throw, for me, in that coffee in that moment, it was kind of a throwaway comment, it wasn't a big deal, it was just a small thing. But for him, it was a, a, a pivotal challenge that challenged him to clean his act up and, and, and get an important relationship right. We never know how small moments can have tremendous impact on people's lives. Small things that shift a trajectory just a little bit, that when given enough time, that small shift can have a major impact. And the, the text we're going to look at today, the parable that Jesus uh, teaches, illustrates that point. Jesus said this, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds. But when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Now Jesus was teaching to a primarily or completely Jewish audience who knew the Old Testament super well. So they would have picked up on that he was kind of twisting an Old Testament saying from the prophet Ezekiel that says this, I will take from the crest of the cedar a tender shoot, a small thing. I'll plant it on a high and lofty mountain it shall put forth branches and bear fruit and become a majestic cedar. Birds of every kind shall dwell beneath it, every winged thing in the shade of its bows. It comes from Ezekiel. So Jesus tells a very similar story, but it's, it's different in some distinct and important ways. First off, in the Old Testament, God's going to take a small thing, he's going to plant it on the top of a mountain, and it's become this majestic cedar tree. I don't know if you've ever been to California and gone to Yosemite or gone and seen the sequoia trees, these giant trees that you can like drive a car through. These massive majestic things that people come from all over the world to see because they're just so awe-inspiring. They're so big, it's hard to even fathom. You just, they take your breath away. 
So in the Old Testament, we have this picture that God's going to plant this small thing and it's going to grow into a giant sequoia tree that takes our breath away and provides shelter for the birds. Now Jesus takes that same story and he flips it. He says, all right, you're going to start off small and then you're going to become like a mustard shrub, a mustard plant. And you're going to provide shade for the birds. Same function, but completely different type of plant. And the, the mustard seed, the mustard plant in, in, the, in the Palestinian time for Jesus would have been one of the most common shrubs, something you never, don't even notice when you walk by it. It's also something of an invasive species. It spreads quickly. So sometimes it can even be a little bit annoying and aggravating. So Jesus says, you're going to be something small that, that grows into something large, but you're not going to be impressive. In fact, people are going to, going to overlook you. But functionally, you're going to have the same purpose. You're going to help the things around you. You're going to bring a blessing. And Jesus came to the point here. The point is not to be impressive, but the point is to be impactful. You're going to start off as something small, unnoticeable, redundant. People don't even think about it. But that's where the magic happens. And, God, and he says that's what the kingdom of God is like. It's common. It's every day. It's not big. It's not this, this lightning from the sky, the clouds open up and, and, and God comes down. It's the small everyday things in our life that make a big impact in the people around us. Same function as the sequoia tree, providing shelter for the animals, but different form, unimpressive. So what are some small, unremarkable things that can have significant impact in our lives over a long period of time? What are those common everyday things that seem small, minute, but actually have a big impact? Just a couple things here. The first thing I say is our words. I already mentioned uh, the story with my friend over coffee where I just said, hey, stop being a jerk. And that shifted him just a little bit, but enough to make a significant impact. James says that words are like sparks. And this is almost in a negative way. Words can be highly productive and creative and, and life-giving and, and world-building, but words can also be destructive. They can be world-destroying. Uh, world and James says that words can be like a tiny spark that sets off a wildfire. And, and recently in times of news in Louisiana, but across our country, we have seen the devastation of, 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 of wildfires and how quickly they spread and take over a community. And James says words are like that spark that starts off as a small thing, but consumes everything around it. So words have this immensely destructive power, but they also have this creative and healing power. In the book of Proverbs, it says a fool with his words is like a person that's reckless with a sword and they're just wrecking havoc everywhere. But a person that has wisdom uh, and uses words for wisdom, they're, they're like giving health and life to the people around them. So our words are small things that can have a tremendous impact one way or the other. Um, as I, I asked this question this past week to myself, when's the time someone said something significant to you um, that made a big impact? I think of a conversation I have with my friend Jim. I was complaining to him about a problem, and he just asked me, how are you contributing to the problem? I'm like, wait a minute, you're not understanding me. There's other people that are the problem. He just said, how are you contributing to the problem? And that question, five seconds, completely changed uh, the way I saw that situation. But also, I grew in self-awareness um, and understood a lot about the world around me and the, the, the habits I had, the, the, the personality I had that was contributing to different problems in different situations. So that one question, how are you contributing to the problem, was a huge game changer for me. As followers of Christ, our words should be seeds that create growth and healing for the people around us, not sparks that wipe out entire ecosystems. Our words have the power to create life and healing and belief and hope in the people around us. So words are one thing that are small that have a big impact. And then secondly, our habits. 
James Clear wrote a book recently in the past few years called Atomic Habits. It's one of the best-selling books on Amazon since it was written. It's like number four in all books on Amazon since it's been written. And the reason why is because it's really good. And it's really easy to read. It's really practical. But the name of the book is Atomic Habits. And we think atomic, we think nuclear, big, massive. But what he means by atomic is like, like an atom, very small, something, something you can barely perceive. And one of the key principles of his books is the 1% rule. What's something you can change in your life? Just 1%, one degree that over a long period of time would have a significant impact in your overall well-being. What's an atomic habit? Something that's really small and easy to maintain over a long period of time. Because a lot of times when we come up with goals, it's like, I'm going to run a marathon. And it's like, what if you just committed to taking a walk around the block every day? Start off small, something you can keep up with. Uh, so that 1% can have a big impact. Now, one example for me is the past, it's two weeks ago. This is brand new, fresh. So a month from now, I may be back. But... Two weeks ago, I was like, hey, I drink a lot of coffee. Like four, like sometimes a pot a day, but like four cups a day. And I noticed that in the mornings I'd be extremely jittery. Like I just be, had this, this energy inside and I was kind of anxious and jittery. And then like at 2 p.m. I would just crash. And for like a, a, a few minutes or for like a, a couple hours actually, I, I started looking up like mushroom coffee. I started looking at all these different alternatives of like how can I get rid of the jittery coffee thing and like move on from that. But then I realized the second thing, I really like coffee. Like I love coffee, but the problem is I just drink too much of it. So I just said, hey, what if I just drink one cup of coffee a day instead of four? What would that do? I could maintain that my love for coffee, I love to make fancy stuff, whatever. Like I can do that, but see what happens. And immediately, day two, I was like, I feel way better. That's a small shift that's gonna create a massive result in my day-to-day energy levels in my life. That's, That's a pretty big shift in my day. And you may be like, Tommy, what are you talking about coffee for in a sermon? Like, this is stupid. It's dumb. It's, mu- it's, it's mundane. Exactly. The things that make big impacts are small things held out over a long period of time. One of the examples that James Clear gives in his book, in Atomic Habits, he says, one example of how you can just change your environment to create uh, better results is if you want to work out more frequently, what if you put your shoes and your workout clothes right beside your bed? So as soon as you wake up first thing in the morning, you step down, you, you have to literally walk around the thing that's setting you up for success. Make it hard for your environment uh, to get in the way of your success. So that's a small shift. Um, from a faith perspective, it could be just starting your day off with something that grounds you in your faith. You could have a disciplined quiet time of reading scripture. That's fine. It could be prayer. It could be meditation. Just something that kind of centers you every day. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to read the Bible for three hours a day. It could be like, I'm going to read the Bible for three minutes a day, 30 seconds a day. Something that just is small and slight, but it just shifts your mindset for the rest of the day. So atomic habits are things that are so small, you almost don't notice them. Um, but it's a shift that has a big impact. So what's something like that in your life? Something that you can shift to make an impact that you want to make? Two closing questions. What is something small that you can do for others this week to make their life better? Second question. What is something small you can do for yourself this week that will make your life better? The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Small things can make a big impact. This sermon is 10 minutes or less. Let's pray.